You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host. Rick Franzi, it's great to be back after a prolonged vacation. Thank you to Paul Roberts for coming in and guest hosting so admirably during my vacation and then brief time away where I wasn't feeling quite well. Uh, I'm excited today. My first guest is CEO and founder of Angles Incorporated. His name is Paul Angles. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rick. I appreciate it. Uh, That's great. We're going to, you know, his firm is a digital marketing agency that maximizes client revenue and profits. Very important things. As CEO and founder, Paul works hard with his team to focus on paid search and PPC and other areas that generate the highest ROI for their clients. I'm here, he's here today because I want to talk to him about his newly released book, The Angles Report, which is first in a series of books, but this is the first one on marketing automation. It's a 135-page look at how the best marketers in the toughest industries market themselves. How exciting. If you'd like to learn more about our radio show and the CEO peer groups that I lead, I'd ask you to visit my company's website, which is criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Critical Mass for Business. You can always call me or text me at 949-887-4104. That's my cell phone number. I carry it with me all the time. Paul, thanks for joining. And let's start simply by having sure. you tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. I actually invented cost-per-click advertising in 95. Get out of town. This is absolutely true. I was working. I, was, I put together the Oakland Raiders website. It was the first NFL team-sponsored uh-huh. site. Right. And then I went up to sell ads on it, and none of my ad agency friends would buy because they didn't know who was going there. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know how to price it. Okay. So I created my own ad network that addressed all those things. And in 96, filed for patents on all the technology and ended up getting patents. Wow. Yeah, so it's been a, a long, strange trip. So there's a lot more to you than what we well, just said in the tease, dude. Yes. You've got to start somewhere, though. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, raised money, blew through the money. It was the 90s. And Amen. You know, the patents are owned by a spinoff of Microsoft now. Okay. So, not me. Okay. So, you've been you've been doing interesting things in this field for quite some time. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, let's talk about your firm now. We're going to talk about your book in a little bit. But I, I gave a little bit on the tease. But tell me specifically, what does the digital agency do? What's your, you know, what's your sweet spot? So, we work with clients who sell products online, products and services. For example, one of my big clients is a, a medical education company. I handle, I generate probably three to five million a year in sales just off of AdWords. So bringing people from Google to their website, uh-huh. we have all kinds of optimization programs on the website to convert more of them, mm-hmm. um, to get them to buy more, and then follow-up programs to upsell them after the fact. Okay. And if this isn't a fair question, don't yeah. answer it. What does a company like that need to pay to get three to five million dollars in revenue? What's what's the you know the talk the, about ROI here in the open? The so. media spend for them the ROI is about ten to one. Okay, and some months it's it's a lot higher than that. It's fifteen to one. Um, generally, it's about ten to one. Okay, that sounds like a very acceptable oh, ROI. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I have an, an, basically an open checkbook with them. So you help your clients. I said in the open, maximize revenue and profit. Maybe we touched on it, yes. but can you give us a little bit more of a sense for what you're doing for your clients that focus in those areas? Sure. So 
the, the account that I took over for, for this particular client, it had been run by Google. So it had been set up properly, but it wasn't optimal. Okay. So it went in and changed everything and tested everything, tested every keyword, tested hundreds of different ad variations until he found the right mix that delivered the best traffic at the lowest cost. Best traffic at the lower cost. Now, I want to step back up on testing because it's what I think I know about your space is one of the beauties of of doing digital marketing is that ability to quickly iterate and learn Assuming you have enough data coming in to make Correct. a system. Is that true? That is absolutely true. That's that's really the, the beauty of it is that if you are focused and you are uh, really diligent about it, you can do all kinds of tests and figure out what's working and what's not working. I mean, for example, on one of our ads, we have, have $1,000, and we tested with and without the comma in the 1000 Come on. I swear this is true. Okay. And without the comma, it actually worked better. So this is really psychology. It, it Isn't is. it? I mean, human behaviors? Lot, it's very much tied into behavior. Um, a lot of the traditional advertising techniques, though, work. And that's actually what we cover in the book, is things like benefits still matter. <laughs> you know, really? <laughs> believe okay. it or not. They, well, they, people, people are motivated by benefits? People are still motivated by benefits as opposed to features. Okay. A lot of the advertising will be about features. Right. And it doesn't work. Okay. I've tested it, I know. Okay. So, and, and do you need that kind of data to help your customers understand that maybe their perspectives are not accurate any longer? I mean, I'm trying to walk into you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Sometimes it's hard to... It, it, it is. It is because clients tend to fall in love with the features yeah, of the products. right. And that is human nature. Exactly. And so that makes why, them different. Right. That's why you hire an outsider to come in and say, your features are great. This is the benefit that your customers get from your features. Uh-huh. And customers are buying benefits and not features. As, as one of my mentors said, you don't go to a hardware store to buy a drill. You go to buy a hole. Yes. And this is what we're selling. Right. Yeah, a quarter-inch hole, not, yeah. a, not a drill. But, right. Absolutely. We're talking with Paul Angles. He is the CEO and founder of his own firm, Angles Incorporated. After the break, we're going to talk about your marketing automation book, The, the Angles Report. I understand we just have about a minute left. So um, your industry is constantly reinventing itself because you're on a digital platform, right? right. I mean, it's... Well, it, you know, it is and it isn't. Oh, Because okay. there are a lot of new players every day. Yeah. And a lot of what they're coming out with is is minor changes to existing things that isn't necessarily any good. Okay. Really, there are, are three ad networks that make any difference, Google, Facebook, and Bing. Bing? Every, Bing is great. Oh, I love Bing. Get out of town. Most of the rest is just noise. Play the gong. <laughs> I would have never thought it and said, I, I, there you go. Teachable moment, ladies and gentlemen. Paul Engels just thought of something. Bing is relevant again. Yes. Oh, or Microsoft is relevant Microsoft, again. Microsoft, they, they never stopped being relevant. Really? They're just not as, as upfront about their relevance okay. as everyone else is. Okay. So so really, but Google, is it, it's, yeah. I mean, it's Google, Facebook, and then Bing? Again, it, it really depends on the client okay. and, and a lot of other factors. Um, for some, you know, if you're searching for something, if you're actively looking for something, then Google and Bing are going to dominate. If you're not actively looking but you're interested, yes. then Facebook is phenomenally good. Wow. They have really improved Facebook over the last really? five years. Oh, it's 
Okay. Well, we're, we're, we'll have to have you back in another show to talk about that. <laughs> because I want to talk about your book after the break. Is that okay? Excellent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is literally the fastest break in radio. And if you're listening to us a podcast, you'll be surprised on how quickly we come back after this one commercial message from a very valuable sponsor. We'll be back with Paul Angles talking about his book, The Angles Report, after these words from our sponsor. <laughs> Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I told you we'd be back quickly for those of you that are listening live or as a podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for staying with us through the commercial break. You know, as I said, all of our shows can be heard anytime on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, another platform called Spreaker, spelled S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on our show. Since 2009, our show has reached over 190,000 listeners with our podcasts alone. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio radio show in your favorite podcasting software you can find our podcast and you can uh, subscribe to it we do a weekly show with generally two guests and our first guest today is paul angles and i said uh, before the break that i really wanted to spend time on the book title ladies and gentlemen is the angles report marketing automation and then the hook the first ever comprehensive study of how marketing automation companies market themselves so before we talk about the book tell me what was the inspiration to write this book paul well you know, you can't be an expert if you haven't written a book. Exactly. So I looked around at books that have been written on digital marketing, and most of them are how-to books. Right. How to create a Google AdWords ad. How to advertise on Facebook. I'm, I don't, I'm not a, a tactical guy. I'm a strategic guy. Okay. So there were no really good books on strategy. Now, I can, I can tell you that I, I know what I'm doing, that I'm good. But I can't sh- actually show you my actual client results because right. that's a, a violation. I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what my clients are doing. So one of my friends gave me the idea, why don't you document what everybody in an industry is doing? And that way you can see who's doing things right, who's doing things wrong. And that would be a really compelling okay. book. Right. How did, how did you pick the marketing automation industry then? So kind of along, what you were, along the lines of what you were just saying about how this industry is always reinventing itself, this is one of the areas where digital marketing is investing massively. These are billion-dollar companies. Right. So how are these billion-dollar startups that didn't exist a few years ago, how are they marketing using their own technology? Because it's, these are my suppliers, companies whose technology I use all the time. <laughs> that is such an obvious – I mean, I, I love that. Right. The, and, the shoemaker's children. Exactly. Okay. And it's the technology that my clients come to me to say, how do we use this system that we just bought? Uh-huh. You know, we're on the hook for two years. We need to maximize what we're doing with this technology. Help us. Okay. So I, I know a lot of these companies. I've used a lot of their products. They're all really good. 
But I had to wonder, how do they actually use it themselves? And that's where it gets interesting. So we're talking with Paul Angles. We're talking about his book. Now, people may be listening online as a podcast and may be looking at Amazon or whatever platform. Can they get your book on Amazon? You can buy the book on Amazon. It's $995. Okay. Or you can come to my website, angles-inc.com, and fill out the form, and I'll send you a PDF. Get out of town. I'm a good You choice, right? <laughs> you choose, ladies and gentlemen. I, I have sold copies on Amazon. It's, you know, if, if you're spending several thousand dollars a day on online marketing, and which is not much for a decent-sized company, right? this book will pay for itself you know, with one, just one lesson. And I think if they want to buy it to have a hard copy, they should. Absolutely. It sounds like they'd get it maybe even more quickly if they just went to your website, which was what again, Paul? Angles, A-N-G-L-E-S, dash I-N-C, dot com. Okay, so this this book is the first ever study of marketing automation companies. So uh, what did you, give us the headlines. What did you find out? Only three of 21 companies actually picked up the phone and called after we filled out their online form. <laughs> Marketing automation companies. And a couple of them didn't even email. Crickets. Yes, crickets. Wow. Were you surprised by that? I was stunned. I'm blown away. I'm, I was I think you're stunned. full of, I, you're serious, right? We documented every single interaction. When I read, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, generally I read the books before, but we, I did, I was on vacation, so it's my fault I didn't get a chance to read it, but I'm definitely going to be looking at it when you're done, Paul. So that kind of information is in your book. Yes. Which companies exactly? I... I don't have all the, the follow-up from all the companies, okay. but I do have the highlights from a lot of them. I mean, I have the ads that they ran on AdWords. I have the landing pages that they directed. So to. they spent the money. They, they drove the behavior. Right. You had a call to action. You did it. And three out of 21? Only three out of 21 picked up the phone and called. Wow. A lot of them asked for phone numbers and then didn't call. Okay. All of them asked for email, and some of them didn't, didn't follow up. Okay. And the ones that did follow up, they generally followed up badly. Come there, on. There were a handful of companies that were really, really good, and but most of them were not very good. So so simply having the tools and engineering them right. isn't enough. Is, is insufficient. Wow. So, you know, if, if, you are, if you have one of these tools, if you have HubSpot or Marketo or whatever, and you're struggling with it, don't feel bad because they're struggling too. Okay. Right. I don't know, maybe this is an unfair question, but you you kind of took me off the track that I was going on because of what you just said there. Why do you think so few engaged with a prospect? You know, I don't know is the honest answer. I have reached out to a couple of these companies, and then they did not want to, to really discuss it. Um, some of them were very defensive about it. Okay. Um, but, but you can stand behind your research, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is completely documented. Because we're out on the air here, baby. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, no, we're, we're saying things it's here. It's all time-stamped and screenshots. I have the phone calls go to Google Voice, which transcribes them. So okay. I have the actual conversation. Okay. I'm going to step ahead. Is it fair to say you should measure your investment in this area equal to your willingness to follow up? Absolutely. In fact, we have, have a chart that outlines that exact thing. Okay. And we we rank everyone by how much they're spending on AdWords okay. for the keyword marketing automation versus the quality of their program. And we, we give people, companies stars based on how well they align. So there are some companies that have really good programs but aren't spending. SharpSpring is one of them. 
or, or Emma. It's an email company. They're really good companies. They have really good programs. I'm not familiar with either of them, frankly. Um, they're not, but they're not spending. Okay. There are other companies that are spending a fortune, but their programs are terrible. Okay. They're generally owned by bigger companies. They have the big budgets, but they don't really have the follow-up. The, the one company, Marketo, which is has a phenomenal product, scores the best on both. Okay. On both axes. And okay. that's actually something we're, we're finding in other industries as well, that the company with the best follow-up is generally the one also spending the most money. Which makes sense. That's right. what you want. Right. That's the yeah. And they they become the market leaders, and they have really a a huge barrier to entry because they own all the ad inventory. Right. So it's a great place to be. Okay. But you really got to work it to get there. Did you expect to find that finding when you started this? What was I mean? Did... No, we started with with a, a clean slate. We didn't know what we were going to find. In fact, I had to go through this several times, the whole research process, to really understand what was going on and how to, to properly um, document all that was going on and how to, to score everything properly so that it, it was objective and it made sense and it, you know, what we were seeing on the spreadsheet actually matched what we were experiencing in real life. Right. Yeah, because I, I, uh, I don't know, Paul, but I would think that type of result would maybe irritate or at least agitate or get the attention <laughs> of? My editor came from Forrester Research. Okay. And she does not she does not allow anything to slip by that is not 100% dialed in. Okay. And in going through this and, and editing it, she said, you know, you have way more research here than Forrester uses in their reports. Jeez. This is really, really powerful. My audience are mm-hmm. business owners and CEOs of companies up to $100 million, and lower middle market type sure. of firms. That's who I've been programming for since 2009. Why would they buy this book or get the PDF download? What would be the motivation and what would be the, the gain that they would get from spending time in the book? So if you fix just your paid search, you can improve that by 10%. If you fix your landing pages and you improve that by 10%, and you... Upgrade your follow-up by 10%. That's a 33% increase. Right. Multiply. Right. A 33% increase in your programs. Now, here are companies that are big companies, sophisticated companies, that could easily improve that. These are not these monoliths that are all perfect. These are human beings doing programs just like your clients' companies are doing. Right. Many of them are doing some things well and other things not so well. But very few of them take it as a, a program from A to Z and say, how do we make all of these parts work together for maximum impact? Is that what you do? That's what I do, yeah. Okay. That's the strategic part of what I do. So there's how do we come in with a strategy that addresses the whole process and then tactically come in and fill in all the gaps. Okay. And by reading the Engels report on marketing automation, you on one hand, get exposed to best practices, but also then it sounds like on the other hand, you get the, the confidence that you, you could probably do it better than some of these companies that are, in, oh, that are profiled. <laughs> there's there's no question. You know, if you spend a thousand on this, you'd save a whole lot in consulting fees uh-huh. from hiring me. Okay. I like to think that I can do better than what's in the book because I didn't use uh, private information. Okay, what you know, but, your but, experience, but also the, their confidential information, like okay. their analytics and things like that. 
those, you know, when you add all of that in, then you can really develop some, some great programs. Do you, does your experience from writing this book, The Angles Report, by Paul Angles, A-N-G-L-E-S, on marketing automation, do you want to, does this make you want to look at another industry, and what is, can you say what that I, is? I am, we've, we are nearly done with the next book, okay. which is the home mortgage industry. Wow. And those guys are. Wow, I imagine they are. So they spend deep fortune in yes. on marketing. Yes. And some of them are phenomenally good. Okay, so best practices. Others, <coughs> Wells Fargo, um, will, will call you five times and leave the same message five times in a row. <laughs> and I document this. That's not effective, Paul? Uh, unbelievably, having someone in a call center reading the same script as the person next to them doesn't work. Um, doesn't feel very personal, does it? It, it does not. Others will send out an email that has like a tracking code in the subject line. Oh, like dear, you know, has like a twelve-digit number in the subject line, and that's their email. Hmm. Like nobody's going to open that, right? Yeah. So it's what's interesting. It's not, and this kind of gets back to to your your companies. This is not about how big you are, because there are small companies that are doing really well, and big companies that are doing really badly. It's about how hard you work at this and how much you think this through right. and how dedicated you are to following through the entire process and making it work. And if I, I think I, I've learned from you as well, Paul, is that if you're not constantly fine-tuning and iterating what you're doing, you're probably not optimizing it. That is correct. My, my first day of work as an intern at Ogilvy & Mather in New York City. Oh, look at you. My, CEO, my creative director sat me down and he said, Welcome to Olivia Mather. We test everything. <laughs> and that is something that has stuck with me ever since. Okay. Well, you're going to have to come back because this has got Thank like you. that. We're done, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So when the book comes out on, on mortgage industry? Yes. Okay. If somebody wants to follow up with your firm, not the book, how do they get you online? Where should they go? You can go to angles-inc.com or I'm on LinkedIn. All my contact information is on LinkedIn, Paul Angles, A-N-G-L-E-S. Well, thank you. This has been a great way to get back in the groove of doing the radio show. This is I can't wait to spend time with your book. Thank you for thank uh, you. Thank I, you I for really sharing appreciate your, it. Thank you for doing your research and uh, continued success. Thank you. Thanks for being a friend of the program. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When I say short, I mean short. We're going to be back in probably one minute, and we're going to be talking with Sue Farron. She is the program director at Aspire Recovery. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsor. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. 
you use the Premier Rewards Gold Card from American Express, the rewards points can keep on multiplying. Buy three with triple points on airfare. Buy two with double points on gas and groceries. And a single point for pretty much every other dollar you spend on the card. Then, start choosing from over a million rewards to redeem all those points. Apply today and the annual fee for the first year is on us. Call 1-800-AXP-GOLD or visit axpgold.com. The annual fee for the card is $175. See terms, conditions, and restrictions at axpgold.com. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 